Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support, and remember, always go deep. Welcome back to GDP Go Deep the Podcast, or should I say, the world-famous GDP Go Deep the Podcast. I'm John Nothing Fucking Doe. Welcome to the show. So today's a quick one. But before we get it started, teespring.com, we have a brand new mask. We have the brand new Since 2019 shirt. We have the clean logo shirt with a sign off on the back. Please don't forget, if you like it, please go on the website and support us. We appreciate every little bit of it. You can also find us on all forms of social media talking shit. Right now, we've been kind of quiet. But with that being said, on today's show, which is the raw gas Experience from Mofo. Mofo, how are you, pal? Good. I'm glad that finally Friday we made it. Fucking and, right. Uh, ready, ready to do this. I am uh, already got one foot into the weekend, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> I guess I uh, kind of know what you're saying, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably better not to say. Anyways, folks, uh, yeah, welcome back to another uh, Raw Gas Experience. Just Mofo. Just wanted to uh, thank uh, everyone there for being part of this and uh, for tuning in, listening, passing along, sharing. Uh, we do appreciate you here at uh, GDP Go Deep, the podcast. So Definitely. Quickly, uh, we're just going to skim over NASCAR's highlights, and I uh, really want to focus uh, today on the SRX uh, Superstar Racing Experience, uh, the new series there that uh, finally got itself underway last weekend at Stratford uh, Speedway. But uh, like I said, in, in NASCAR highlights, uh, we had the all-star race. So quick shout out to Chase Elliott's pit crew uh, taking the fastest pit crew challenge there in Texas. Good wow. on those guys taking away $100,000 uh, for their uh, their efforts. And uh, absolute phenomenal race. Anyone that missed it, make sure you get to go back and watch. Larson, well, I mean, I guess we should have known Kyle Larson was going to take the win there, but it was not without a fight. Brad Kozlowski really gave it all he could. And uh, Chase Elliott was able to bring it home third again, guys, girls. If you missed the race, make sure you go back and check out those highlights. Phenomenal racing. Pit crews put on one hell of a show when it was their time to shine. Really good, uh, really good racing. Really pleased with, I think, the way that NASCAR has uh, decided to move. You know, Mofo, I don't want to interrupt you, but I don't think a lot of people put it in perspective how hard it is to be one of those people in the pit crew. I remember, I don't know, I want to say 10 years ago, when NASCAR was really trying to push their experience up here in Toronto, they came to the C&E and they had like one of these uh, tire changing expos. So like, even though it's only one bolt on the tire and it was like zip off, zip on, it was a lot of work. And these guys have yeah, to do so, it in a minute. So, so you got IndyCar um, or Formula One, like, I mean, they'll have like the single, single lug. And I know NASCAR will be going to that for their next season's car but traditionally speaking nascar has been a five lug oh uh, my bad so no, i'm just i just to, just to make sure that people understand the difference that are listening and but either way guys and girls the, the big takeaway is i know i have done the changing of the tire like at a you know pit crew uh style setup there like whether it was the auto show or different racing uh trade shows where you could just try it try your see how fast you were and I'm telling you, first off, it's not easy getting that tire on and off as fluidly as these guys and girls make it look. 
And secondly, you think you're quick with an air gun, or I thought I always was pretty quick. It, again, it is not as easy as it looks. These people practice immensely. They are true athletes, uh, really perfect their craft. And again, shouts out to them uh, for taking the uh, the $100,000. Again, that was for Chase Elliott's pick crew. So really, uh, really good race. But like I said, we are going to uh, shift uh, in the second here, and we're uh, we're going over to the street racing SRX superstar racing experience. So last week and they were in, where were they at? They were in Stratford, Stratford, oh. Connecticut. So yep. uh, first, first inaugural race. You could tell there was a couple of little, I, I don't even mean hiccups, but little, you could tell this was their first thing. I know little technical glitches from a, uh, from a TV aspect. I know they said, Oh, okay. We're, we're going over to, you know, so and so in a second, and there would be a oh, a, a little delay, just little things. But in terms of the racing experience, is really what I want to focus on today. Really impressed. I think this is. I think the SRX series has really tapped into something. Watching, as an example, Paul Tracy get spun there in the first heat, and a little bit of damage incurred. Obviously, we can see this stuff in a NASCAR race. But watching Paul go into the pits there, and it's this small little rinky-dink you know, pit road, much like you'd find at your local short track, I just thought to myself, this looks just like what the average person would see if they went to their local short track. And it really gave back to the roots, right? Yeah. But it was, you know, we had Helio Castroneves in there, uh, you know, Marco Andrade. So we had guys that had just weeks ago run the Indianapolis 500, and now here they're on a little short track, and it was beautiful. You know, I think, I think this series is really going to prosper. It's going to be interesting because I know tonight, if anyone, or sorry, tomorrow, this weekend, we're in Knoxville. So we're running Knoxville Speedway. It's a dirt track. Make sure you all check it out. I think it's going to be phenomenal. We've got Haley Deegan's going to be in this event. That's the one I'm going to be watching. I think her car is number one, is it not? Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the only pink one out there by the looks of it, but I'm just Well, <laughs> I, I thought you'd be watching her because she was the pink car, and that was maybe your favorite color. Mm, it is, but we're not going to get into that but, today. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I, I just want to say, you know, they, they've got a, a whole host and a, a solid roster of drivers. And I'm talking some that, like I said, we, we had discussed previously are retired now from in terms of competitive in, in the NASCAR series, but you still have drivers that are still actively running IndyCar. You have guys that have been retired from NASCAR for a little while or pushed out self-admittedly Greg Biffle, but to watch how well he ran last weekend was phenomenal. And I think ultimately what the SRX has really tapped into here is they have gotten back to basics. And I think it's phenomenal. They've gotten back to focusing strictly on the product. They're not as worried about some of the flash and the, what do you mean by flashes? All the extra fireworks, the flyover, the marching bands, the whole pre you know, this was very much focused on, this is what we're here to do, this is what our product is, and we presented it very well, and we put up quality racing, and that's by no means whatsoever a hit against any major sanctioning body in general. I'm just saying that the racing was absolutely phenomenal. Go ahead, sorry, John. No, no, it's all good. So... Last week, I kind of put you on the spot there, Mofo, and I said, hey, um, 
what is, is there like a point structure or whatever? And you were kind enough to look that up this week. Yeah, to be honest, I hadn't really, I never thought too much about it, to be quite honest. Like, I just, I, I was more so following the construction of the cars and, and things like that. And with a whole new sanctioning body uh, series, I, I just didn't really spend too much time. But basically, so they have a heat race one, a heat race two, and then they have their final, like their their, their main feature race or main event. So, so if you finish first in the heat race, and this is either for one or two, you get 12 points. Uh, second would be 11, third would be 10, all the way down to 12. Okay. Right? Going back down to like from 12 down to one. And essentially, it, the the points pertains to anyone that is going to be running the series full time. So if you're running the series full time, then you are accumulating points. If you are not, then it, essentially the points don't matter, which is sort of cool. I mean, it allows you just to come in and actually have some fun. But as an example, so Doug Kobe at the, the track uh, had him there last uh, week there at Stratford. And he's a, he's a local uh, driver, a wheeling modified champion. So no no stranger to the racetrack or to, to running like these style of races by any means whatsoever. And again, Doug Kobe took the win, but there was no points accumulated by Doug for for his winnings because he's not going to be competing in in the series full time. So as an example, you know Tony Stewart now leads with 36 points, Bobby Labonte, 32, and then it goes down the line, right, of, of points. But that's accumulated based on, because everyone's like, well, Tony finished third. But when you look at where he finished in the stages. And another quick thing about the stages is I know I was talking to someone online, and they were they were mentioning, well, Moho, like, the, the fact that they invert the field after the first heat race, you know, guys are going to be sort of dogging it. And I had to highlight, and this is once I realized their point structure, I said, yeah, but if you go to the back on purpose with the idea that it's going to put you to the, the, the front in the second heat race, you're essentially giving up those points. And anyone that's racing for a championship knows how important points are. So, again, right now, this series, uh, brand new, fresh out of the gate. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I know, like I said, we're going to Knoxville. It's a dirt track to be really entertaining. And I think again, just what the SRX has really done well is they've got a good product uh, mix and match of, of dirt, asphalt, concrete style tracks, but getting back to the short track racing, just focusing on the racing. This is essentially what we are. We are, I say unapologetic about it, but I mean, it's not like they're trying to be anything that they're not. They, you know, it was just a really good product. Make sure you all check it out. I think that if I had to put on anyone this weekend, I I was clearly very surprised to see how well Tony ran. Not that I wouldn't bet on Tony, but I just thought you, you would have expected a little bit more rust. But you see these guys get out there, and it's like riding a bicycle to them. They just, boom, and they're right back in it. But I'm going to be watching Haley Deegan again. Very sort of aggressive nature driving style. I think she's going to be really mixing it up. But on a dirt track, you know, it'll be interesting. But make sure you all tune in. Really good series. Very, very impressed so far. And again, it has been put together by Ray Evernham 
and Tony Stewart. So these guys really know what they're doing, know their product, know uh, their craft. So I, I'm very pleased with it. That's, that's sort of my review on it. But I'm hoping that other sanctioning bodies can sort of take some, some cues from this. And just uh, it, was, it was just nice to see the drivers relaxed along pit road. A little bit more of a, a laid-back thing. Still, obviously, going for points and everything. But it just, I felt like, you know, when they were talking to Michael Waltrip and he was sort of describing, you know, oh, gosh, my, my butt hurts, my back hurts. You know, Michael's getting up there now in age. He's been out of the car for a little while. But it just puts the humor, it puts the real person back in the thing versus, you know, as an example, not hating on, but, Joey Logano, Joey, how was your, you know, how was the race? Oh, our Ford, hell, you know, Pennzoil's Ford ran great, and want to thank all the sponsors. It's like, well, yeah, but you haven't even told us really anything yet. Yeah. By the time you spend two or three minutes talking sponsors, and I get it, the sponsors pay the the bills. So I, I'm not being dismissive there, but it was just neat when I found in the SRX they were talking to the drivers. I felt like that really sort of was able to put the realism back into what the average guy, girl at their local short track will be going through and talking about and how they'd be describing things. So really good product. Make sure you all check it out. They're going to, uh, they're going to Eldora next weekend. So we a couple dirt races here. It could be really, really, uh, really interesting. So two things before we sign off their uh, mofo. Yeah. One, I had a fan reach out. They want to know why the series that we're doing is called Raw Gas. So I thought I'd leave that question for you. <laughs> why are we doing it called Raw Gas? Hmm. Uh, I think we're doing it called Raw, the series called Raw Gas because it uh, sounded better than Chapped Ass. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Worm. You know what? <laughs> Buttless Chaps. <laughs> no, you know what, folks? Uh, basically, I... I I don't know why, why. Why are we doing anything? Why? Why we go deep to podcast? We 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 pick these things because we it's something that means something to us. I don't know. Makes you know, sense. Uh, it's just uh, no rhyme or reason, but I do like to watch the raw fuel pouring out of the manifolds on a, a dragster. or something about just watching raw fuel spray out into the air. Sounds like NASCAR so, porn. <laughs> Hashtag Ghana. Call, call it what you will, but uh, raw gas is here to uh, here to stay. Guys, uh, please don't forget, we have a store at the teespring.com. Find the link in our Twitter account. We have shirts, we have hoodies, we have a mask. If you like it, buy it, support. We love it. You can find us on all forms of social media. We're not so much on, uh, what is it called, Twitter? No, we're on Twitter. We're not really on other, like Tumblr, but we're on there. And TikTok, we're on there occasionally too. I think, I think though, John, you're on Christian Mingle, aren't you? <laughs> Only when I'm meeting your old lady. A oh, wise person yeah. once told me, nobody likes a tip, so that's why we go deep. Welcome back to the world-famous GDP Go Deep, the podcast, where we share our opinions like we have a clue. You can find us on most forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you again for your support, and remember, always go deep. <laughs>